Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. All right, it's time for the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate rental properties and getting passive income so you never, ever have to work a job again. And you know what I absolutely love is that I literally have so much time in my life because I don't have to work a dead-end J-O-B that should be in living just overbroke. And what is awesome is that I get to do podcasts like this, and I also get to help people invest in real estate. You know, guys, I also have my articles on masterpassiveincome.com. I even have my videos on the YouTube channel. I'm starting to really put a lot more effort into creating YouTube videos, teaching people how to invest in real estate. Because what's interesting is, and you know what? I can absolutely teach anybody how to invest in real estate, but what I can't do is get them to realize that they can actually do that because what happens is people get afraid. They start to think that they can't do it and there's so much ahead of them. How are they going to make sure they have enough money? How are they going to find the right property? How are they not going to buy a money pit and lose money? How are they going to make sure they're going to be able to um, afford all the rehab, all that sort of stuff? Now, all those fears come into our heads. I had it. Every single one of my students have had it. Today, I'm bringing on one of my students and she's going to share with us how she actually bought two houses at the exact same time. So her first property that she was going to buy as an investor became two properties, and she's done fantastic. And like I said, I can absolutely teach anybody and everybody how to invest in real estate. And you know what? Investing is so much easier when you have somebody showing you every step you need to make in order to have a successful real estate investing business. I want to show you exactly how to do this step-by-step, everything from finding new areas of the country to invest, showing you the step-by-step process to build the business first so you can be successful, how to make it an automatic business running without you, making a minimum of $250 a month in passive income, and most importantly, be able to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job. Now, if this speaks to you, then I know I can help you. I'm looking to help a few investors who are ready to take their investing to the next level and build a successful real estate investing business with a one-on-one coaching plan. Now, I want to be there for you. If you want to get started investing and want me to coach you, I'm looking to bring on a few more students and I'm actually opening up to bring on a few more students. And if you are one of them that wants to get started, wants to invest in real estate, wants to be coached, I want to coach you. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash book a call. It's all one word and it'll be in the description as well masterpassiveincome.com forward slash book a call. You'll get all the details of everything about the coaching and become successful. And so book a call so we can get started investing in real estate. You can see everything about the program, how you can become successful and have a coach walk you through everything. All right, let's jump into today's show where we talk with one of my students who has been doing amazing investing in real estate, buying two properties at once. All right, let's start the show. Maggie Wilkerson, thank you very much for being on the show, Maggie. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So I would, I always love to share with everybody that just normal everyday or regular everyday people can absolutely do this business, buy real estate, 
make passive income and change their life, you know, get more money than they would working a job. So what were you doing before you started investing? And then how did you make that transition in your mind to say, you know what, I really want to start investing in real estate? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, the the switch was flipped when I decided I wanted to retire early. And, you know, I, I have a great job, but working a nine to five in a corporate environment, you know, it, it's not necessarily something that I envision myself doing for the next 30 years. Um, so that has really lit a fire underneath me. And I started investigating ways that I could build a business generating passive income to make that dream happen. Um, so I investigated some other opportunities and started listening to podcasts, ended up finding Dustin and, um, you know, then the rest was history. That's fantastic. And then you joined my real estate wealth builders and started learning and very, very quickly, I was really excited to hear how quickly you got, well, obviously your first and second deal. And we'll get into how you actually did both of them at the exact same time, which is very, very uncommon for most people. So that's really, really exciting. Now, when you first started learning, investigating, and started getting an education once you joined the Real Estate Wealth Builders, what did you have any fears? Did you have any worries going into it? And then now that you're already past it, you're already making great passive income from your properties, how have those fears been alleviated? You know, I think for me, I, I had bought two properties previously. So I'd gone through the process of financing properties. I'd been through a couple of refinances. So I had done it before, but I think taking that leap of buying a home sight unseen for the sole purpose of turning that into an investment, that was really new. Um, so we were actually in a time crunch because we were selling one of our previously owned properties that was a former um, residence of ours and we'd been renting it out. It was not making any passive income. So that was not a great investment that we wanted to hold on to. Um, but we learned about a 1031 exchange. And so we knew that once we closed on that property, the clock was going to start ticking. And I believe we would have had I think it's 45 days to identify, identify the property. a property. So we knew that the clock was going to be ticking. Um, we had about a, a 45 day closing. And so I had that amount of time to educate myself on real estate investment, because once I did the calculation and, and figured out how much we would save in taxes by doing a 1031 exchange, I was like, this is a no brainer. We've got to do this. Um, so I was definitely under a time crunch. And I think that fear of spending all of this money and not really thinking it through, not having the knowledge that I needed to make smart investments, um, that's why it was worth it for me to join Master Passive Income because it really took away that fear. I knew I was getting the knowledge that I needed and I had the support of you and the rest of our, our members. That's That's terrific. And talk about... You finding that first property. Now, the education, there's a lot to learn. And definitely inside the real estate wealth builders, we have all, all that taken care of. Um, but finding the property, finding the area of the country to invest, that's a lot of work you got to do on your own. Now, I teach you how to do it. But at the same time, my goal is not to give you a fish. Like, go look here, find this property, buy this property. I don't want to just give you a fish. I want to teach you how to fish. So you can literally do it all over the country as many times as you want. So talk to us about finding this area of the country to invest and then finding 
the exact properties, the first property and the second property? How was that process? Um, so I relied really heavily on Zillow and I know that you talk a lot about Zillow in the course as well. And I think it's just a really fantastic tool um, to set filters and to really figure out what you're looking for and then let Zillow do the work for you. And so when you're looking on MLS and, and I think Zillow has um, homes that are listed by for sale by owner as well. So you really get a lot of options there. And there's just so many tools that make it easier. You can set reminders for yourself and, you know, it, it's very, very hands-off. For me though, I also found success um, in the area that I was investing in by working with a real estate agent who specializes in working with investors. And That's I think great. this can probably be hit or miss in other areas of the country, but Memphis is a big area for investors. And so there are folks who specialize in working with people like us. And so I would recommend at least looking for somebody like that. Um, he was able to help me identify one of the properties that I found, but then the other one, he was kind of steering me away from, but it ended up being a great investment. So, you know, you have to take the advice with a grain of salt. Um, but those two tools, finding a, a great real estate agent who specializes in working with, with investors, it's very important. Um, and then you, utilizing Zillow, it's a free tool and, and I think it, it can be really helpful. Yeah, and one thing I love to do is show all my students that there are so many different tools out there. It's like you have a tool belt of all these different things as an investor, we utilize all of them. And I would say it definitely is harder to find a realtor that specializes in invest or with investors finding investment properties. Once you find them though, they usually do a really, really good job. And I yeah. also give you everybody like tips on how to find them. Um, I've always had so many realtors say, oh yeah, this house looks fantastic. The curtains look beautiful. The you know, grass, is grass is nice and manicured and things like that. Like, I don't really don't care about that stuff. Tell me about the investment yeah. side of it. And they don't really know it. I'm really, really glad you were able to find somebody that was able to do that. Now, you said that you had the first property that the realtor helped you find, but you, then you found a second property. Did you utilize the realtor for the second property as well? So I used him for both. He was a really great resource for me as well, just eyes on the ground, knowing the areas. And so even though one of the properties I found on my own, he was able to tell me, okay, well, this really is a great area. You're not going to go wrong here. Um, so, you know, I, I think he, he was able to kind of be that other person for me that took away some of this fear out of the process. Um, I also found a great property management company in, in the area. And so, you know, I think both of those things combined are really key, were key for me in my area to know that there's somebody that I can trust to, if we need to have work done, they've already done a million of these investment properties. Um, our property manager, management company does those things too. So, um, you know, I think finding those individuals, building the business, getting those people on the ground that you can trust who can go and take a look at these things. They know that this block is good for, you know, renting or selling later on down the road, whereas the block over might not be that great. And that's things that you, you just don't know when you're investing out of state or, or in a different city. Um, so that was really important for me and being able to take, take the leap so quickly, having people there that, that could really help me that I could trust. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I love 
depending on the experts who are literally there on the ground, who know exactly what they're doing. Because what I, I do get a lot of students that come um, and start working with me and they say, well, you know, I usually utilize like this website and it has a whole bunch of different information. And it says like the general median rent amount for this city is this much. I'm like, I don't believe any of that stuff. Like literally they're just yeah. taking data and they're trying to figure it out. I would rather literally talk to somebody who rents a place like your property manager, hopefully find a good property manager that has a house like right around the corner from the one you're looking at and said, it's the same type of house. I'm getting 1300 for it. And you know, you might think you can get 1400 for it, but I can't. So we go with the experts, you know, opinion and, and um, wisdom as investors too. We take all that information. We figure out what's the best course of action for us. So when you, you find, tell us a little bit of finding about a property manager, cause that's a big, big key because the realtor help us get into a good property and the property manager will make sure that it's a good property future as we're investing and keeping the property. How did you find that property manager? Did you do a lot of calls? Did you, was it just dumb luck that all of a sudden, boom, I got a great one. Let's move with that one. So I actually did my own research and came up with a list of companies that I wanted to reach out to. Um, Memphis, like I said, is, is, has a huge rental market. A lot of real estate investors are there. It's very competitive, but they have a lot of property management companies that work with people like us. And so I had a lot of companies to choose from. I read through Google reviews of both tenants and investors, which I think is very important to differentiate between. You can't just look at the, the Google score, the Yelp score. Um, but I also got recommendations from my real estate agent. And so what I ended up doing was cross-referencing both lists and interviewing um, two property managers and talked with the owner of one company. The other one, I believe he was um, one of the, the chief officers there, but both just incredibly helpful. Um, I ran a few properties by both of them as well. So I, I kept working with them and, you know, tried them out on a few different um different things. I didn't send them anywhere, but I just said, you know, Hey, take a look at this. What, what do you think we could get for this? What is this area like? Um, and, and I really took note of response times of how much information they gave me, um, how willing they were to work with me, somebody who, you know, was not a client of theirs yet. And so that was kind of my interview process with both. I ended up going with, um, with, one of the recommendations from my real estate agent, and they actually also do a lot of renovations in the area. Um, so property rehab. So if I did need to get a property that needed a, an extensive rehab, I've seen their work many, many times. Um, so I would feel comfortable having them do that kind of thing too. So it was really a great offering. I don't think that that's necessarily going to be the case in other areas of the country, but it's what I was able to find in Memphis. And what's great is also you have a backup as well. You have your mm -hmm. number one that you're going with, but you've also had a little bit of experience. So my recommendation or my tip would be definitely keep all your notes and everything on everybody you have ever talked to. Like just keep it online someplace that you could store it in a folder um, on your computer that you could always go back to. Because I mean, I've been in the business, I don't know, 17, 18 years now. And I always go back to my notes of all the calls that I've already made because I've already done the work. I don't want to do it yeah. twice, three times. So definitely keep all that information. Now talk to us about 
getting two different properties at the same time. That's, that's very cool. And obviously you had the means to be able to buy both of them, financing and all that sort of stuff. Talk to us about the process and any hiccups or anything that we should look at if we were able to get two properties and move forward with both of them at the same time. Yeah, so I, I ran into a couple of interesting hiccups that I really did not um, anticipate with buying two properties at one time, but also buying two properties where the loan amount was fairly low. Um, so with the 1031 exchange, because of the way that that worked out, we ended up having to buy two properties in the short period of time. Um, so once I found the properties during that time, I was also looking at lenders. And so that's a whole other ballgame in itself. You know, you have people calling you all the time. It can be quite overwhelming. Um, but my challenge actually was finding a lender that would lend an amount less than $100,000 per property. And so I, did, I really did not anticipate that that would be an issue, but some of the lenders I've used in the past for refinances and things like that would not even consider these loans because both of them ended up being below that threshold. Um, so I, I was dealing with a short time frame, did not have a lot of options. And so I ended up finding a couple of lenders that were willing to work with me. Um, and I've done this in the past with personal homes and refinances as I work with both of them, get them both to quote me and then pit them against each other for lack of a better, a better word. Yep. So, you know, they, they compete against each other. And, um, you know, if, if you have a good credit score and if you're a, a a good potential client, then that can really work to your advantage. Um, so I was able to get a really good rate. Um, the same lender did both of those loans as well. Um, so that was the challenge is my, my options were just limited because of the amount of loans. And I, I just wasn't expecting that. Um, and that's other... absolutely, sorry, really quickly. That's absolutely normal to run into a problem with a lender having a criteria that's different than what you as an investor want. And so yeah. what I always tell everybody, all the students is every bank, every lender is different. They have different criteria. So you just got to keep calling. You got to keep looking just like finding a realtor. You got to keep calling and keep trying to find a realtor that's actually going to do the job right. Same thing with financing, same thing with property management. You just got to keep looking for the right right uh, anybody, anybody that's going to be on your team. I even have some banks that they won't lend less than 50,000. Some, I know one of our students got a bank that doesn't lend anything lower than 30,000. So, and it depends on each state and everything like that, which is really, uh, it's a whole nother ball of wax of how we can, you know, work all that out. But yeah, long story short, if you're able to continually work hard, you'll be able to find it. You'll be able to get that yeah. financing taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it really is about casting a wide net. And I know when I buy my third property, fourth property, um, I definitely have more time now to do that research and find, you know, the right fit um, for those next properties too. Yeah, you sure do. And especially when you had a 45 day window for the 1031 exchange and for everybody wants to know what a 1031 exchange, you're kind of curious what that is. Basically you have a property, you're selling it, you made a profit on it and you don't want to pay taxes on it. You can defer the tax for a future date and move all that money into the new property. So if let's say you made a hundred thousand dollars, you could take that hundred thousand dollars, buy uh, you know these properties, and then not pay the tax on those properties. At the same time, 
you're buying better properties, you're making money, you could defer it. Plus you could do a 1031 exchange again, do sell these next two, like Maggie, what you could do is sell these next two houses. If you did it right, or you know, one at a time, sell one, move it up into another 1031 exchange, you defer your taxes all over again. You just keep deferring it over and over again. It's just, there's so many beautiful reasons why you should invest in real estate. Now talk to us about the numbers. Would you mind sharing how much you bought the properties for and how much they rent for? Sure. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I can give you a ballpark. Um, so the first property that I found, um, which I, I really like this house. I hope I get to see it in person one day. Um, but it was already rented. Both of these homes were already rented, had tenants in them with great payment histories. Um, so the first one was, uh, we got it for 119000 It rents for eleven fifty a month. I believe I'm hoping that I'm getting this right. Um, and so that one we are pulling in, I believe it's around three to $400 a month in, in passive income. Passive income. Mm -hmm. Yes. And our minimum, what we always try to shoot for is $250. And so you blew that out of the water. Good for you. Yeah. Um, so that was a really great, a really great one. I, like I said, I really like this house. It's just got I think later on too, it could sell to an owner occupant very easily. So we have a few different exit strategies for that one. Um, the second one that we found, um, we got it for $74,000. And oh, I will say for the first one, we did get the seller to um, contribute. I believe it was 2% towards closing costs as well. Fantastic. So that was, that was did another you put that plus. in the offer? We did. Yeah. Oh, very cool. I love yeah. doing that, especially when they say yes. I mean, the worst they could do is say no, but you got to say yes. I mean, that's what, uh, a little over $2,000. So that's, mm -hmm. that's a lot of money. Yeah, it's significant when you're talking about homes at this price point, you know. So, um, so that was a great deal. And then the second one bought for $74,000. Um, no closing costs, but we did get it for $4,000 less than they had it listed for. So that was nice. You pocketed $4,000. That's good. Did you negotiate yeah. lower or did you start there and they accepted that offer? Um, we started there. It was actually listed by my real estate agent. And so I was able to really work with him and know, you know, what the, what the seller wanted to get for it. Um, and that's, it had that's been a on huge the tip. for a little while. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's a huge tip. I always try to tell everybody um, we're using many realtors. And if you find a house, let's say on Zillow and you're like, you know, this is a good house. If you use the seller's realtor, the seller's really wanting to, sorry, the seller's realtor really wants to use you to buy the house because they get in uh, the rate or the, uh, the fees from both sides, the seller and the buyer, they make a lot more money. So they're going to be much more willing to encourage you and get you to buy the property. So congratulations though on getting $4,000 off of the sale price. I mean, that's literally $4,000 in your pocket. That's terrific. Wow. So how much passive income or how much is this one rent for and how much passive income do you make? So this one rents for, this was the one where um, there was a little bit of a discrepancy over what the actual rent was. And after I bought it, I ended up finding out just, just recently that um, they're actually paying more in rent than I originally thought. Um, oh, so what, was it already rented? Is that what you're saying? It was already rented, yes. Mm, but there was it. just a little bit of confusion with the lease, with the amount of rent. And so I was anticipating a lower rent amount. And it's about you know, maybe 30 or $40 higher than I originally thought, which is great. Um, so it's renting for, I believe, 
around $890 a month. And again, it's between three and $400 in passive income, just depending on, you know, what I need to send to uh, savings, you know, to, to cover capital expenditures and things like that. Yeah. Man, that is phenomenal. Now, how much down payment did you put on the, would you put it like 20% down payment or how did you do with that financing? So I did 20% on the first house. And then on the second house, I ended up doing 25% because I got a, a better interest rate. And so it just ended up with that loan amount, it just ended up being a better deal for me. Well, I, I, I know what you mean. So with everything with financing, everything from terms to years and, and interest rates and down payments and all that stuff, there's a lot to go through and you just really need to figure out what's the best for your situation. You know, literally where you are, how much money you have, the type of property. So now you have two properties, which is terrific. And you got them very, very quickly. Now they're passive income. Are you, which really side note, are you saving that passive income to buy the next properties? And what's your thought for getting more properties? Absolutely. So all of that money is just building a little nest egg that will then go to, to buy more property. So my goal is to buy between 20 and 25 properties, um, single family homes, duplexes. I, I don't want to go any larger than that. Not at this point anyway. Um, but just to keep going, we're saving money every month to go towards this endeavor. Um, so, you know, it's just I anticipate the snowball will keep rolling. And as you buy the next property, it's going to make you more money to buy the next property. Then that money is going to make you more money to buy the next property. It's going to make you more money. It just keeps going. Like you said, the snowball just gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. It's so much fun to see that going. Now, do you have a, a goal, like a time frame? So we want 20 properties. You already have two. We got a lot of work to do to get to 20. Do you have a goal like five years from now that you want, really want to see you get to these 20 properties? Three years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we, so, I will definitely have you back on the show once you hit that. That would be phenomenal yeah. to hear that again. So It's ambitious, now, but... I like ambitious goals personally, because even if you get halfway there and you get to 10, that's better than two. So we work hard and then shoot, once you have, just imagine this, if you had 10 properties and you said some are making, uh, a couple of them are making, or sorry, one of them making like around 350, another one's making around 400. Let's just say it's 350, $350 a month. That'd be $3,500 a month in passive income from these 10 properties. You can easily save up that entire year. That'd be what, um, almost $40,000 in one year that you can save to buy the next property. And so it just keeps growing and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So Maggie, you've given us so much great insights on how you did it. Do you have any tips or any strategies or anything that you learned along the way that you could possibly share with us that we would probably not have learned? You know, I think one thing that was um, important for me that I learned that I will absolutely apply in the future is be clear on closing costs. Um, so that was something that because of my short time frame and because we were really under this very short time crunch to identify these properties and get them closed. Um, and because I just, I did not have as many lenders to choose from because of, of the time frame and the amount of the loans. Um, I was hit with some closing costs that I really was not, not necessarily expecting. 
Um, so I would just say, be clear on that aspect. I know that we talk about interest rate and things like that a lot, but when you're dealing with smaller properties like this, the interest rate, I mean, the, I'm sorry, the closing costs are not necessarily 3% of your purchase price. Like we tend to, to use that rule of thumb. Um, so I think it's just really important to keep that in mind, make sure that you're clear with lenders up front because that can make or break working with this particular lender or not. And it can really eat into your, um, your income as well. So just something to, to keep your eyes peeled for. That's a fantastic point. And that's something we not necessarily look at, you know, because they can come up and be a lot of money, just your financing and title fees, you know, or if there's any other fees that you're going to have to look into paying, I mean, it gets in there. Yeah. Now, thinking about the real estate wealth builders, one thing that I absolutely love is the student success program. Now you had a success partner. And so did that help very much? Because I know that your success partner is also successful as well. So tell me a little bit about working with another student and encouraging each other and, and working together to, you know, make sure you guys move forward. Yeah, I honestly think that that was a, a critical piece of this. I mean, the knowledge that I gained and really the confidence that I gained from working with you made all the difference for me. But having that cheerleader in Rosa Maria and She's doing it too, together, yeah. I mean, she is killing it. And she is doing something different than I am. She bought a house hack. And so being able to encourage each other, throw ideas around, um, learn from each other, you know, that was that was really important, I think. So I'm, I'm so glad that we were, I guess, the first cohort who, who was able to do the, the success partners. And, and I think that it was just, I mean, we still stay in touch. We still have our regular calls. And That's so, great. you know, we can, we can really remain friends throughout this. And, and it's important because, you know, as real estate investors who are working in this way, um, a lot of people think we're a little bit nuts. Um, you know, friends and family who don't really understand what it means to oh, yeah, buy they do. investment properties in another state that you've never seen. Um, so I think it's really important to have that person that you can talk about with this because you're not necessarily going to get that from friends and family. I wholeheartedly agree. And I was so excited when we started the success program, student success program um, with all the other students and everything, because when I first got started, it was like 2005, 2006. And the only thing out there were those like infomercial gurus that were like $50,000 for whatever, you know, coaching that they're, you know, courses or, you know, they give you DVDs or CDs that you listen to. It's like, that's so much money. It's ridiculous. And I did it all myself because I didn't have the money to spend on that stuff. So I did it all myself, but it was a lot of work and I felt like I was alone. And as soon as I developed the student success program, I was so relieved that everybody that is a part of it is realizing that you can actually work together with other people and encourage each other on bounce ideas off all that sort of stuff. It's so much better investing with other people because we get a little, like you said, you know, our friends and family think we're crazy, but hey, we're not. It actually works really well as long as we do it right. Yeah. They don't think yeah. I'm crazy anymore. So I will say that. That's awesome. So you live in South Carolina, is that correct? I do. Yeah, I live in, and you invest in South Carolina. In, and you invest in uh, Tennessee. That's right. Love it. And Maggie, that's so awesome. Now, um, is there any uh, anything else that we would need to, you know, kind of think about, like anything about the, the properties, making sure we're finding the right properties? Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us? Um, 
I think you'll hear this a lot from other investors who have gotten their first properties or have gone all the way and have built a business, you know, full, fully fledged business around this. I think it's so important just to, to hang on and build your knowledge and pull the trigger because I think it's so easy to learn what you can, but then get stuck in this state of fear where you don't actually pull the trigger on a property. And, you know, I think it's important to know your numbers. It's important to absolutely know what you're getting yourself into. Make sure that you have enough margins. You have that cushion because there could be unexpected things that, that come up. Um, so I think that's a key part of it. Become a, a nerd about the numbers, but also pull the trigger. You know, I love life. It. Life is is short, and you know you've got to pull the trigger. And it is so worth it when you see that money hit your bank account that first time. It's fantastic, and then year after year, it's just going to get even better and better. And I remember one of our group coaching calls that we had, we had a bunch of other students on the group coaching call that we have. And I walked through your inspection reports just to make sure that Mm -hmm. everything that I'm seeing and that you're seeing that lines up and everything. And so that was super fun as well, because that's a whole nother thing that, you know, most people don't really realize because a lot of people say, just run the numbers, make sure you're gonna make, uh, you know, passive income of like $50 or $100. And then buy the property, you'll be fine. Well, there's so much more into it. And even doing an inspection report. So Matt, Maggie, you've given us so much great insight. I really, really appreciate your time. So is, do you want to share anything like in Instagram or like, do you want anybody to be able to reach out to you? And if you don't totally fine, we don't have to, but just want to give you the opportunity. Um, Not anything that would be relevant really. I'm, I'm just kind of doing my own thing right now. And, um, but if I do start something on Instagram one day, I will be sure to share that with you, Dustin. Absolutely. Maggie, you're awesome. I'm super excited to have worked with you to get you to this level to where you're buying the property. Now you can continually do it over and over again. So Maggie, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. What an encouraging story from Maggie sharing with us how we can do it just like she did. And if you are ready to jump into investing in real estate, you want somebody to walk you through step-by-step through the process. I want to be there for you. The Master Passive Income team wants to be there for you. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash book a call. B-O-O-K-A-C-A-L-L. It'll be in the description. All one word. Let's get started. Let's get you investing. I want to take you to that next level. All right, you guys have been awesome. Don't let your life pass you by without you starting to invest in real estate and change your life so you stop working that just overbroke job. All right, guys. We will see you next week. See ya.